Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Welcome back to the Mets post-game show on the WCBS Mets Radio Network. We're Jackman with you, and it's time for the highlights of this one, brought to you by Blue Emu, America's number one emu oil formula. It works fast and you won't stink. Search for Blue Emu on Amazon today. The start of this one was delayed about 45 to 50 minutes by inclement weather. It looked worse than it was, and it rained more after the tarp came off the field, but the game started just a minute after 8. Kodai Senga, the all-star coming off his best start 10 days ago. He went a season-high eight innings and gave up a run on four hits and got off to a good start tonight after a bloop single to lead off the game to Mookie Betts. Senga struck out Freddie Freeman, got Will Smith to ground into a 6-4-3 double play, and the Mets had a couple of hard-hit balls in the first but went in order in the bottom of the inning, and that would be a theme of the night, as you heard from Buck Showalter a short time ago. Senga's second inning, similar to his first, in that he allowed just a softly hit single to J.D. Martinez that just got over Pete Alonso's glove. Back-to-back strikeouts followed with David Peralta going down looking and Jason Hayward swinging. Alonso snapped an 0-for-15 stretch with a single to lead off the second and was retired one batter later when Daniel Vogel back hit into a double play. Francisco Alvarez in another ball hard, but right at third baseman Max Muncy and the Mets were done in the second. Senga retired the first two batters in the third before Betts stepped to the plate. And last night, you'll remember that Brandon Nimmo had a home run that was reversed when replay showed it hit off the top of the wall and came back. Tonight, luck not on the Mets' side. Here comes the 2-2. In the air, deep right field. This is well struck. Stewart back at the track. It is gone. Off the top of the wall, into the stands in right. Mookie Betts with an opposite field home run that just got over the right field wall. Down the right field line for Mookie, his 27th home run. Betts' his blast has the Dodgers up 1-0 in the top of the third. And they had the first lead of the game. Freeman, the next batter, walked, but Senga struck out Will Smith looking to end the third, where the Mets were hitting balls hard in the first two. They went down quietly in the third, with D.J. Stewart and Brett Beatty striking out. Luis Guillorme hitting one about 50 feet that Tony Gonsolin fielded to throw him out, and the Mets had just one hit through the first three. Senga matched a season high, 12 strikeouts in his last start. He had back-to-back strikeouts of Max Muncy and Martinez to start the fourth, and was halfway to reaching that season high to start the fourth. David Peralta grounded to second to end the top of the inning, and Senga was looking sharp. After looking bad in the third, Brandon Nimmo led off the fourth with our smash of the game. 1-1, smack in the sky, deep center field. Outman back looks up, gone! Brandon Nimmo ties the game with a shot to center. 
Nemo's 14th home run right on time. It is 1-1 here in the bottom of the fourth inning. To the right of the home run apple that has come popping out of its perch, showing its bright red face to this City Field crowd. The Smash of the Game brought to you by Smashburger, 100% certified Angus beefs, fries, shakes, and more. That ball got out in a hurry. 108 off the bat into the black batter's eye in center field. The game was tied at one. That was the Mets' only home run tonight for every home run the Mets hit this season. A donation is made to an undergraduate student at the College of New Jersey, the number one public college from Maine to Maryland. Tony Gonsolin made that mistake. He hung went right over the heart of the plate. Nimmo made him pay for his 14th homer and his sixth in the last 14 games. Jeff McNeil has had a down season. He hit the ball hard in his first at bat, but right at the left fielder, his second at bat with Lindor aboard after a walk, and McNeil had some tough luck again. A sharply hit grounder right at the shortstop for a 6-6-3 double play, and then Alonzo went down on a splitter to end the inning, but we were tied heading to the fifth, and that fork ball was working for the Mets all-star tonight as Senga posted his seventh strikeout to start the inning, getting Hayward for the second time, and then got James Altman with a 97 mile-an-hour heater for number eight. Miguel Rojas lined to center to end the fifth as Rasenga retired seventh straight. After getting on the board in the fourth, the Mets went down in order in the fifth despite three fly ball outs, two going to the warning track. And as good as Senga had been in the first five, he started to labor in the sixth with Bet slinging to right for his third hit of the night. Alonzo made a great diving grab to get Freeman's grounder and may have saved a run. He touched first but couldn't throw down to second to try to get Bet Senga then hit Smith and walked Muncie to load the bases as he started to come close to 100 pitches. He got ahead on J.D. Martinez 0-2 to reach 100 and got the Dodgers D.H. swinging and then Senga showing the athleticism to get out of a jam. He's staying with Senga. And the first pitch to the left-hand hitter. Swung on, chopped back to the mound. Reaching up Senga. He underhands to the plate to get the force play to retire the side. All he had to do was bring his arm down and make the throw to first. I don't think he forgot how many outs there were. He just figured, take the path of least resistance. The shortest throw was to the plate, and he underhanded it to Alvarez to get the force that retires the side, and the Dodgers leave him loaded. Senga's night ending on the terrific note, the beautiful leaping grab, and the Dodgers, again, leaving the bases loaded. Beatty and Guillaume started the bottom of the inning against Alex Vizia by going down looking before Nimmo flied out, and the Mets center fielder responsible for the only run of the night. The Mets had just one other hit to that point, the single by Alonzo in the second. Brooks Raley came on to work the seventh. He retired the first two batters, and it looked like he'd get out of the inning easily, but D.J. Stewart in the lineup for the ill-starling Marte tonight. He dropped Miguel Rojas's fly ball, which went into the netting. The Mets then walked Mookie Betts intentionally to go to set up the lefty-lefty situation, Rayleigh against Freeman, and the all-star first baseman popped out to Beatty to end the top of the seventh. Bruce Dargratterall was next up to face the Mets in the bottom of the inning. He walked Lindor to start things off, but faced the minimum with McNeil flying out and Alonzo grounding right back to him for a 1-4-3 double play. In the eighth, Max Muncy hit a seeing-eye single with one out, then J.D. Martinez took off uh, with J.D. Martinez up, I should say. He took off for second. Martinez took advantage of the hole and punched a single to right. The Dodgers now in business with men on first and third against Adam Adovino with David Peralta at the plate and the Mets playing for the double play. Peralta has twice grounded into double plays this year. Adovino would pay for one now. One to one, runners at the corners. The pitch. Swing and a bouncing ball to first. Big hop for Alonzo. He's got it. Throws high to second. Lador up with it. Throws to first. Safe. 
and the go-ahead run scores if this survives a potential challenge by the Mets. Alonzo's throw a little bit high, and that forced Lindor to reach up. Took a little more time to get the throw to first, and we'll see what the Mets do here. Muncie has scored pending a potential challenge, and the Mets want to take a look at this. Why not? It's the eighth inning. They did, and the call stood as the ruling was he was safe at first and supported by the video replay. So the Alonzo poor throw, forcing Lindor to leap and do a little tap dance that led to that throw being a tick late, and the Mets were now down 2-1. Chris Taylor also went the other way for another single. Peralta went to third, putting runners at the corners for Jake Marisnik, who was then hit on the hand on an 0-2 pitch to load the bases, but Adovino able to get out of this one. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Swing and a bouncing ball to second. To his right, Guillaume's got it. Makes a backhand shovel to second for the force play that retires the side. That was the save of the game brought to you by Margaret Teets, Nursing and Rehabilitation Centers. Uh, and the Dodgers leaving the bases loaded for the second time. The Mets were fortunate just to be down a run at this point. Caleb Ferguson started the eighth for L.A. He walked the leadoff man, the pinch hitter Tommy Pham. Francisco Alvarez lined a single to left, and now it was men on first and third with Mark Canna coming on to hit for D.J. Stewart, but he fouled out to Freeman. Beatty struck out for the third time, and Ferguson seemingly getting stronger and stronger with each pitch, quickly getting in front of, uh, getting ahead of Luis Guillorme, 0-2, and Guillorme fouled off the next pitch, then struck out on a high fastball to strand the tying run 90 feet away. Betts led off the ninth with his fourth hit of the night, a single, and went to third two batters late. Later, when Will Smith doubled to bring Max Muncie to the plate, a long night for Beatty at the, at the plate. Now his troubles extended to the field. Oh, and won the pitch. Swing and a high pop-up on the infield. Drifting towards foul ground behind third. Beatty now into fair ground. Reaches, can't get it. It bounces off of his glove, rolls out towards second base. Betts scores. Staying at second is Smith. Max Muncie on at first. And the Mets, for the second straight inning, don't make a routine play. It costs them a run. The Dodgers lead 3-1. to one. So the Dodgers capitalize on the break, as good teams do. One batter later, Martinez crushed the Mets' spirit. The 1-1 on the way. Swing and a liner to left center. That's a base hit. It's heading up the alley. Canna cuts it off. Around third, Smith. He'll come home to score. The play is at second, sliding in and out at second is Martinez. Muncie held at third, one run scores. It's a single and a run batted in for Martinez, who is out trying to stretch. But it's now the Dodgers four and the Mets one. And now that was a run the Mets couldn't afford to give up, certainly the way they've been hitting. Peralta added another single to left to drive in Muncie to make it 5-1. Dominic Leone finally got Taylor to fly out to end the inning, but the damage was done, a three-run ninth. The Mets had a big mountain to climb with the top of the order coming up, and they had managed nothing, though, against Evan Phillips in the bottom half of the inning, going down 1-2-3 in that bottom of the ninth, falling meekly tonight, and they lose it by a score of 5-1. to one. They're now eight games under 500 with a trade deadline just two weeks away. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.